0: Hello and welcome to the Living in Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Ross O'Hare, and with me today I've got Connie Berzina She is uh, the co-founder of Christian Families Today, along with her husband, Greg, and she's also one of the editors of the Living in Jesus workbook. It's nice to have you, Connie.
1: Thank you. Great to be here.
0: Awesome. And yeah, and today our subject is the greatest commandment found in Mark 12 and how that affects our lives. So... Hopefully it's a really applicable topic for us. But, you know, as we talk about the greatest commandment, I'm actually going to read it so that we have some context for our listeners. So Mark twelve twenty eight to 31 says this. One of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating. Noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer, he asked him, of all the commandments, which is the most important? The most important one, answered Jesus, is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. So, Connie, we've just read Mark 12. What does that mean for us?
1: All right. Well, most Christians know that verse, those Mm -hmm. verses, and they probably could recite it, if a lot of them thought about it. But I've come to understand, especially in the counseling room, how important and practical this is in our everyday lives. So let's just talk about the first part of it uh, first. It says to love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And that to me is, He's asking us to love Him with all of our being. Mm. And that means that I trust in Him. I believe who He is. I have intimacy with Him. And it's all of me. I'm all in, not just part of me. And then most people go then love others but really when you look at it closely you can't love others unless you love yourself in a mm. healthy way yeah and loving ourselves in a healthy way is seeing us as god sees us it's not a narcissistic kind of love but it's a godly kind of love that i am believing what god says about me that i'm fearfully and wonderfully made i'm loved unconditionally i'm righteous i'm adequate I have everything pertaining to life and godliness. I'm complete in Christ. Mm. And then and only then am I going to be able to love others in a healthy way, an agape love, a giving, a serving love, not looking to them to meet my needs, because God's meeting my needs, and Mm -hmm. I'm free to love them.
0: You know, it's interesting how it's in two different parts and how there's two main focuses of loving God, and then when we love ourselves, we're able to love our neighbor, And maybe you can explain a little bit more. Obviously, you know, in the loving God part, part of what happens to me is I, I get a little nervous in that. When I hear that, I'm like, well, what if I don't do that? How, what if I mess up on that? And maybe you can explain a little bit on how that's explained.
1: Well, when we receive Christ, His love comes inside of us, yeah. and therefore, it's up to Him to lead us and guide us into that love. Our our desires change, mm. and none of us do it perfectly, but our heart is to love God, yeah. to know Him better. And I've found through reading Scripture I look for God in those pages. I look for his attributes, Mm. who he is, and I want to know him better so that I can love him more fully. So it really is his love in me empowering me to love him.
0: Yeah, there's that verse that says he's poured his love into our hearts, and so it's with that love that we then love him, (laughs) which is a cool thought to think about. And then, obviously, the second part is when we understand how to love ourselves, what God has done to us and who he's made us that then makes it possible to love others. And it's. would that then mean also it's impossible to love others if we don't really understand how to love ourselves?
1: Right, in a healthy way, a it healthy really way. is. And, and I want to say, I want to emphasize this, and I'm glad you brought that up, because loving God is a get-to and not a have to, mm. as a Christian. I don't have to love God. I get to love God. I want to love God, because that's who I am now.
0: Yeah, yeah. At the very core, He's changed that. That's a natural desire for right. you now. Yeah. Okay, so how how can this be applied? Obviously, we've understood, we've broken down Mark 12 now to understand it theologically. How do we then, like, what? how does this, what areas of our life does this actually affect?
1: Well, I would have to say, honestly, that I believe it affects every area of our lives. Mm. I've thought about this in the counseling room, and honestly, I can't say that there is one situation that this would not apply. And Jesus Mm. wasn't just rambling on some words when he said this. He knew what he was talking about. But I just never understood how important it was. Just like in my marriage, if my husband says something unkind, I have an opportunity to think about, okay... My Father is in control. He loves me. I'm totally loved by Him. And therefore, I can respond through the Spirit and not out of my flesh back to Him.
0: Yeah. So you know, what does it take to really get to that part where we think about this commandment and then you know, actually use it in our lives? What does that look like?
1: Well, one of my prayers is Lord help me to be quick to recognize the lies of the enemy that Mm. wants to come in and steal this truth from me. And God says you have not because you ask not. So Lord help me to remember that I love you fully and that I am complete in Christ so that I can respond from Mm. a position of fullness and not emptiness. And so I would say it affects my parenting. It and now I'm a grandmother. affects my grandmothering, burdens, when we go through burdens. It affects forgiveness. Am I going to be willing to forgive Mm. somebody? If I truly love God and believe what His Word says, that He's going to take care of that, I wasn't meant for that burden, then I can forgive someone. And so temptations, uh, work relationships, how I do my job, extended family, everything, I think it's applicable.
0: Yeah, I mean, it it takes. I mean, we've talked about this a lot in a lot of different podcasts, but it takes this level where we have to believe the truth of what God says about us. And again, we've talked about many different things, but there's a battle going on for our mind. God's made us new. We have to understand our identity, and then there's this intimacy that you talked about with God too, that is at the core of applying and understanding and. Stepping into the truth is it takes that intimacy with God to really believe that He's on our side, that He has poured His love into our hearts, that He loves us, that He's for us. And so when we understand that, then we can walk into this truth in any situation we're facing, and it becomes much easier to handle that situation.
1: I was thinking of in the Old Testament where the kings went out, if they would stop first and ask God, He directed their path. Mm. But when they just went and did what they thought was right without yeah. asking God, they got in trouble most of the time. <laughs> sure,
0: of And course. I
1: think that's our situation too. We need to take time to remember.
0: Yeah. When I'm in the counseling room, I, I often tell people the most important question we can ask is, God, what should I do right now? Like, what what are you asking me to do? What's Absolutely. the best thing to do right now?
1: And you know what? It's part of that Ephesians where it says, "Lay off the old way of doing things. Put on the new way of mm. doing things." This is who we are now in Christ. We are people who seek God's wisdom. Yeah, exactly. And counsel.
0: All right. So we've spe- we've spoken in generalities. What about for you personally? How has this journey of understanding this passage uh, helped you?
1: Well, I could use many examples, but one that comes to my mind is something that I've gone through recently. I've recently had a knee replacement, mm. and when I first hurt my knee, I was just down on the floor changing an electrical plate.
0: Look at and, you. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: and I got up, and I was fine, and then the next morning, I could hardly walk on my knee. Oh, wow. And so at that point, I had a choice. I could say, Lord, why did you let this happen to me? And Mm -hmm. I've done that before. But if I truly believe that God is causing all things to work together for my good, Mm -hmm. I had to go back to that verse and say, Father, you have allowed this. You are a good God, and that never changes. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to choose to trust you in this. It was painful, really painful. And then after I had my surgery, and even before in the midst dealing with the pain, the exercises were very painful to do, but everyone told me I needed to do them. Mm -hmm. And I found myself... Saying out loud sometimes even, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I was quoting the truth, telling myself, rather than saying in what the flesh was wanting me to say, I can't do this, Mm -hmm. it's too hard. And I hear that a lot in the counseling room. I can't do this. I can't forgive that person. I can't take my husband back. I can't, Mm. I can't, I can't. But in Christ, we can do whatever he calls us to do. And because of that, then I was able, able to be kind to my husband, who was taking (laughs) care of me, and he did a great job. But otherwise, it would have been easy to be short.
0: Yeah. So walk me through the progression of the verse from Mark, though, in this situation. So you mentioned first that how you reminded yourself of who God is and His goodness. So there was that love for God and His goodness. That comes from, obviously, from the commandment, love God with all your heart. So you had to kind of take that first step of recognizing that, right? Right. And so then... Then it was, okay, the next step is I have to love myself. How did that play into the rehab, the surgery, the fear, the worry? How did loving yourself really play out there?
1: Well, I think because I remembered what God had enabled me to do, mm. that He had given me the power to do what He'd call me to do. He had. I prayed about the surgery. Mm-hmm. I felt like He was leading me to do it. Now mm. He was going to give me. And because of that, I was equipped Mm. now through His power. It wasn't my power. It's through His power. I had a choice now to move forward instead of saying, I can't do this. Mm. I could believe in Christ. I can do what He's called me to do. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah,
0: absolutely. And so then as you said, as you believe those two things, you were able to be more loving to your husband <laughs> and and other people maybe even the the uh, physical therapist and all the people that the doctors as you interact right. with those people is that how that played out
1: Yes and You know, in different situations, it'll play out differently. If you have someone that has rejected you, there's going to be hurt there. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that this does away with the hurt. We wouldn't be human if we didn't hurt when there's rejection. But we take that hurt to the Lord because He's faithful, and we trust that He's given us what it takes. We're totally loved and complete And it's like he pours that bomb of Gilead over us, that healing bomb, the comfort that he gives us. Mm-hmm. So in every situation, it's a little different, but the dynamics are the same. We remember we have a choice. Yeah. To love God for who he is. He's good and he's great all the time. We have a choice to love ourselves the way he sees us, and then we can love others.
0: So I'd be remiss not to ask this, but you know, so in your situation you felt like God was calling you to work through the physical therapy for your knee, and it worked out. I mean, you're you're moving around great, and there's no issues there. But life isn't always perfect like that, right? So what if we're in the midst of something that we don't have much control over? How do we handle that in that instance where we can run through the greatest commandment here, where things might not work out as well as your knee has worked out?
1: Right. Well, I'm thinking about some situations i have several friends now that have lost their husbands hmm. and they're in the midst of grief yeah. and and the same applies there. We lean on God. We look to Him for His goodness. He says, He's there. He'll never leave us nor forsake us. Mm-hmm. And He has equipped us personally to love ourselves, to be complete. Mm-hmm. And, and I include that in loving ourselves to know what we have available to operate out of. Yeah. And then... I'm not saying it's not going to hurt. It's not going to be painful. Burdens are painful. They're out of our control. But He's our strength. He's our strong tower. We can run into Him and be safe.
0: Yeah, so what you're saying is, even if the circumstances aren't working out, because God has done a work in us to complete us, to give us everything we need in life, even if our circumstances aren't working out the way we would hope, internally we are okay because of what God's done to us.
1: Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Well, first of all, God is good, (laughs) even if the circumstances are not working out what we think is good. Yeah, exactly. And that has been my plumb line to stand out for years. God is good, and that never changes. And because He's good and He's faithful, He never changes His supply to us of His love and A worthwhileness in us, and completeness is there, and that never changes. And that's the rock that we stand on.
0: So would that be your final takeaway? Would that be what you want people to really take away from this? Is I mean, there's that plumb line of God is good, and that starts the whole greatest commandment is we have to know God is good. Is that your final takeaway, or what would you say is your final takeaway?
1: Yes, I would say take a minute to remember, ask yourself, okay, God is good. He's got me covered. I'm okay, even though this is painful. And Lord, let me walk in your spirit and love others the way you want me to.
0: Awesome, Connie. That's so great. I really appreciate you uh, sharing that with us. It's so concise, but and yet so deep, and I really appreciate that. So thank you so much for your insights. Thank you so much for sharing all this with us. Really appreciate it today. And if you guys have more questions too, you can go to the Living in Jesus workbook. Again, we've talked about session 11 a lot with the intimacy with God. And that's a lot of where this starts, but it also talked, we've talked about the believer's battle and just renewing our minds and understanding that. So thanks so much for listening. Thank you, Connie, for being here. My pleasure. And we'll see you next week on the Living in Jesus podcast. Hey, everyone. We just wanted to let you know that we set up an email address that you can contact us at. And that email address is podcast at cftministry.org. Again, that's podcast at cftministry.org. And we designed it so that you can shoot us your questions, or even if you have a topic that you want us to discuss or go over, we'd love to hear from you. And as always, thanks so much for being a part of this community.
1: Thanks for listening to this week's episode. The Living in Jesus podcast is a production of Christian Families Today and is produced and edited by Ross O'Hare and Ben Brezina. Christian Families Today is a nonprofit discipleship counseling, training, and coaching ministry focused on equipping men, women, and children in how to build biblically healthy lives and families. You can visit our website at cftministry.org to find information about our ministry, the Living in Jesus study, and other free resources. If you are encouraged by this podcast, it would really mean a lot to us if you could take a minute and leave us a review. This podcast and all our free content is made available because of the generosity of people just like you from around the world. Until next week, thank you and God bless.